Has the great thaw begun yet? Are you starting to warm up just a little bit? Welcome in to a show that is fresh, never frozen. The show that we believe is Augusty's favorite podcast. Name that news. I'm your host, Mark Menard, alongside my co-host, Zach Clark. And it is the end of February 2024. And it has been a frigid winter for a lot of places. But now, maybe letting the sunshine in just a little bit like the fifth dimension back in the day. The good news for us here in Michigan is that we've gotten past the sun setting before 6 o'clock for the next, like, nine months. So that, that's a very positive thing here. More light. We have done that here as well in the New Orleans area. It is a little bit more daylight, a little bit later in the day. And obviously, daylight savings time on the way. And that'll, that'll change everything drastically. But it is, you know, past 6 p.m., Still a little bit of sunlight, you know, maybe till like 6.12 or so. Just a little tease, but you know, sometimes that's all you need. So here's how the show works. We have gone, Zach and I, have gone through a week's worth of news, and we have pulled out the clips that we like the best, that we think are the most interesting, the most entertaining. We've changed them up just a little bit, maybe taken something out. You, the listener, get to try to guess what they're talking about. And if you get it right, pat yourself on the back, get that little dopamine hit that you did something right today. I'm going to start us off this week, Zach, and we are going to go out to the West Coast. KNX in San Francisco gives us this clip about Lucky. She fell in a sinkhole. Lucky was in that sinkhole for about four hours. 61 firefighters and a ton of were here on Foothill Boulevard trying to help her out. So what you have to answer is who or what was Lucky? Is it A, someone's horse, B, someone's tiger, or C, someone's grandma see i'm of a certain age mark where now all i can think of is she's so lucky she's a star because britney spears is lucky obviously you know that man you know so to fall into a sinkhole right like sinkholes don't happen everywhere a lot of times they happen um under roads where water runs beneath so like a tiger being in a spot like that mm, maybe a horse but the thing with the adult right like i feel like it's not the old person it would be hard to get them out, but I figure because you could communicate with them and they're not trying to kill you, um, it might be a little easier, right? So just out of process of elimination, I'm going to say it was somebody's horse. But I love the fact that the animal was named Lucky and then got Lucky. Unlucky, then Lucky. You know what? Your gut has led you to the right place today for this first question of the day. It is someone's horse. A horse named Lucky got stuck in a sinkhole and they were able to luckily get the horse out. And so it was the horse's lucky day after it was the horse's unlucky day. Yeah, could you imagine, though, like, they've got to, like, lower the strap down, somehow get the horse to, like, step over half of it. So, like, I mean, that had to have been unbelievable. By the way, the bleep in that clip was because they said horse people. It took a few horse people to get the horse out. See, I almost got tricked by that because I thought it was going to be zoo employees, zookeepers, was going to be the bleep spot. And so I thought maybe it would be Tiger as a result of that bleep. See, I tried to get one over on you, and you saw right through it. Well, I got lucky this time, just like the horse. Alrighty, Mark, we're going to take this next one from CBS Radio, heard on Odyssey stations across the country. Take a listen. When the rare Lego was found, no one really knew what it was. The item was posted on shopgoodwill.com for just $14.95. The final date was $18. Alrighty, Mark, for how much did this gold Lego sell? $1,800, $18,000, or $180,000? Three wildly different amounts here, but all way more than you expect to get for one single solitary Lego piece. So in these instances, when we have these dollar amounts and it really could be anything, I always like to split the difference. And 180,000 seems like a lot. 1,800 seems like maybe not enough for something that's kind of rare. 
I'm going to say B, $18,000. Well, now that you said that to me, I'll never do this again because you are absolutely <laughs> correct. It is indeed the middle number. Mark, $18,000, and this gold Lego is pretty cool. They only made 30 of them, and a handful were given to employees at the time, and the rest were sold. And so, I mean, this was an incredibly rare find uh, on an accident or, or by accident, but I mean, shoot, I'd step on that Lego for $18,000. No problem. You know what? It's another lucky occurrence. It's a lucky theme today. I don't know how lucky we'll be with this next question, but I certainly enjoy it. The clip comes to us from KMOX in St. Louis with a very special athletic competition that's going to be underway soon. Well, it's not the Olympics. Group of Floridians is going to host competitions Themed according to collective antics of the beer-loving, gator-possessing, rap-sheet-heavy, mullet-wearing, social media phenomenon, Florida Man. (laughs) The games will poke fun at Florida's reputation for producing strange news stories involving everything from guns, drugs, booze, reptiles, maybe some kind of combination of all of it. So, the question here, and it is a special expanded question for you, sir. Because the question is, which of these is not an event? at the upcoming Florida Man Games? Is it A, a beer belly wrestling tournament? B, a pool noodle duel? C, an obstacle course where runners are chased by actual cops? D, something called the Eat the Butt Challenge? Or E, all of these are actual events at the Florida Man Games? Let me just start by qualifying this, Mark. As somebody that as a child watched the show Cops, the best episodes were always in Florida. Indeed. Always. Not, No question about it. So I look at these, and some of these are, like, pretty standard, like the pool noodle duel, right? Like, that's not that big of a deal. C sticks out to me because, like, you think there's no way that's possible. But if if it wasn't an actual crime, you could just have cops on one side and competitors on the other one. Kind of like American Gladiators, but with cops, right? But because we're, we're going back to our logic again here, because Florida is so outrageous, Mark, there's no way that it's not E. All of them. You know what? You're two for two today, sir. These are all events, the upcoming Florida Man Games. And it's funny that you should mention American Gladiators, because guess who is going to be judging this competition? Official friend of the show at Name That News, Nitro. Yes. And his buddy, Lace. Oh, they're good friends, too. We, we learned that. They're good friends. They're good friends, and they're both going to be judging the Florida Man competition. Maybe we get. Maybe it's time we finally get Lace on the show, like we promised Nitro that we would way back when we had him on. Well, here's my thing, though. I mean, yes, absolutely to that. But, Mark, I, when is this and how can I get there? Like, I got to see this. It's on TV. This would be great for, like, this time of year when there's no football on Sunday. You know, like ESPN2 or, like, ESPN News. I'm all over this. I can't stop watching. When are they doing the Ocho? This would be perfect for the Ocho. I am absolutely in. All right, Mark, we're going to stick with my national theme. This clip also from CBS Radio, which you can hear on Odyssey stations from coast to coast. Take a listen. Because of the lighter material and tighter fit, the uniform pants, especially white ones, spotlight unmentionables. Alrighty, Mark, what kind of uniforms are we talking about here? Is it A, Major League Baseball uniforms? Is it B, police uniforms? Or C, uniforms from the Thunder Down Under? Look, Major League Baseball, we know they wear the white pants. We know that there's usually a lot of adjustments going on during the game, and they're not shy about it. Police uh, I don't know how tight their uniforms generally are. You definitely want some movement available if you're going to be chasing perps, especially, you know, the ones in Florida. And then the Thunder from down under, that, it sounds like those would be meant to be tight, meant to be as non-existent as possible, I would imagine. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say baseball. 
You know, I'll tell you what, Mark, the two of us are on a roll. It is indeed baseball, and the Major League Baseball as an organization, they switched who made their uniforms. They're made now by Fanatics, and ever since it happened, the complaining from the players has been unbelievable. If you go back to the NBA a few years ago, they were wearing short sleeve shirts, and those were also heavily poo-pooed by the players, and eventually they got rid of them. So we'll see what happens this time, but the players are not happy about their uniforms. Well, you know what? Hopefully they can dry their tears with some of those millions of dollars. Sign me up. I'll wear those pants <laughs> right now. Send, send us a couple pairs and put the check in the mail. We'll wear them on the show. Absolutely. Immediately. So that brings us to the point in the show that we call the cliffhanger question of the week. It's a question just like the other questions, except you don't get the instant gratification of finding out the answer immediately because we want you to come back and download the next episode of Name That News so you can hear, finally, a week later what the answer was that's been grinding your gears in your brain for seven days. Before we get to this week's cliffhanger question, we have to finally answer last week's cliffhanger question. That one was one of mine. So we're going to go back and refresh your memory. It came to us from WBBM in Chicago. The are, they're so big and they're so close to the ground oftentimes that you don't need binoculars. If you have binoculars, uh, that's fantastic, but oftentimes you'll be able to see them from um, either from the park or one of our lookout spots. So what's getting up close and personal with onlookers at a park in Chicago? Is it A, condors, B, bald eagles, or C, whooping cranes? So uh, all of these birds are large. That I can confirm. These are all, and, I mean, uh, condors especially are, are so big. But here's the one thing I think people don't often realize is just how big a bald eagle is. Because oftentimes you see them from a distance. They're not up close, right? Or it's a picture. Bald eagles are huge. They are huge. But I feel like that's not right for Chicago. I feel like we're, we're on the water here. We need a, we need a crane. I'm going to say C, whooping crane, because that's how they, they eat fish. Let's go ahead and run this up the flagpole and salute it. It is bald eagles. The bird of our nation. You can see them at the Big Marsh Park in Chicago, relatively close, much closer than you normally would. They're apparently getting pretty close to people. That's crazy. And, I mean, and that, that's such a big deal to see one of those. So, yeah, that's that's super crazy. And, I mean, because I, I don't think they're, like, violent. Like, I, I don't think they're a danger. They, I mean, they're probably more in danger than you are. I, I would imagine so. I don't, I don't ever feel in danger when I've seen a bald eagle from the distance. But hey, look, maybe if I saw one up close coming off trying to fly me up to his nest and feed his kids, maybe that would be different. You know what I feel when I see a bald eagle, Mark? Patriotism. That's what I feel. Yes, yes. It just seeps out of your pores. USA. Exactly. USA. It's like the Olympics every four years. It's unbelievable. All right, Mark, I have this week's cliffhanger question. We're going further west. We're going to go to KNX in Los Angeles. The amount of money owed versus what is paid. For millionaires and billionaires that either don't file or are underreporting their income, that's a our tax gap. Alrighty, Mark, how much in tax dollars are these fat cats dodging? Is it A, 150 million? Is it B, 150 billion? Or is it C, one trillion dollars? Either way, those are big numbers. A lot of zeros there, my friend. Uh, more than we'll ever see, and that's just what they're dodging. We're not going to answer it this week, but. Three very big numbers here that we can think about for the next seven days. When it comes to asking a question like, how much money are the rich people not paying in taxes? I generally err on the side of, what is the biggest number you can give me? But we'll talk about it again 
next week. I figured it'd be something that would make all of us happy to hear. You know, just a pleasant way to end the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Tax time coming up. Everybody's getting ready to get those checkbooks out. Unless you're in that upper 1%, my friend, then the money just keeps coming back to you somehow. I have no idea, but I believe you. And you know what? If any of the upper 1% is listening to this show, maybe a fan, maybe a loyal listener of Name That News, then, you know, we're happy to have you, obviously. And we and we don't begrudge you your success. Email me or Zach. We'll get you the, the right place to get that yep. check to us. And send checks to P.O. Box. Right. So, on that happy note, hopefully on that very fruitful note for Zach and I, we are going to end the show this week. But, before we do, special thanks to Brian Fisher, who's also in our tax bracket, and who also helps put the show together. And special thanks to you for joining us, whatever tax bracket you might be in. If you like what you heard, then please pound that subscribe button, bookmark us on your browser, set a reminder on your calendar, because we're here every single week with another rich episode. Name that news. 